was <laughs> a bad uh, one. Unexpected. That was my worst one yet. <laughs> Hi, folk, folks, fat people, y'all. Get, uh, Did you say get, fat people? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fat people. Hey, what's up? Anyways, I'm here. <laughs> you're listening to none other than the Brave Girls Club podcast. There's been a lot of voices. <laughs> <laughs> this is our third thing that we're recording yeah. in a row. Brave Girls Club. I'm Campfire Lindsay. Tales. I'm Campfire Kelly. Tales. I'm Lindsay. Yeah. I'm, Lindsay. I'm Krista, and this is also a Campfire Tale. I'll throw yes. that in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a goddamn mess. <laughs> Should we start again? I love no, it. Let's, let's just keep, keep going. Okay. <clears throat> this is our mini sode where you send us uh, stories and we read them aloud. What a concept. Woo! <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so we Genius. got some this week. Innovative. Mm-hmm. We do. Well, who Lit- should go first? Do you want me to go, the recording to go first? Do you have or? two? I have two, yeah. So you want me to read one and then do the recording later? Sure. Alrighty. So um, we have one by um, one of my kind of online friends. Um, her name is Anna. And she posted a status um, that about like that she saw a something on none other than the well-known road out here. <gasps> Hickoria? Jicarilla? Oh, how do you say it? Jicarilla. I, th- I thought it was Hickoria. It's with a J. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Jicarilla. Jicarilla is fine. Yeah. Jicarilla. Let's go with that. And so she posted status and she was like, I know no one's going to believe us. And I was like, I believe you send me a story about it. (laughs) So then she did. And this is her story. I know people don't believe us, but it was so scary last night for us. El Mayo. (laughs) Well, basically we were up till like three checking out the haunted places. There is up here online. And we saw one um, for Jicarilla Road. There was an 80% thumbs up that there was actual ghost sightings there. So (laughs) we were like, dude, yes, we have to go. At first, we went up and down the street in our car and we didn't see anything. The second time Anthony, uh, Anthony's her boyfriend, by the way. The second time, ooh, Anthony. The second time Anthony told me, um, he heard running next to my window and then a few seconds later behind the car. And I was super weirded out cause I didn't hear anything. It wasn't until we were going back home. We decided to go back down the street one last time. We were driving kind of fast. It was late and we were exhausted when we were almost to the end of the road, we saw a man in front of us and we knew it was a ghost because he was an all black figure and he disappeared so fast. Exclamation point. He was also speed walking across the street. So that was kind of creepy. Our hearts literally dropped last night. Anthony doesn't believe in ghosts and it freaked him out to where now he wants to go back and try to see it again. So weird. I want to go. That's awesome. Because that's like exactly what you're supposed to see. Uh That's so freaky. And they both saw it. They both saw it. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I tried that before and it didn't work. But 
I want to go back. Maybe it's only some people. Maybe Something. it's only at three in the morning. Maybe. The witching hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the witching hour. The v-v-vitch. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was a that's fun a, little story. That's a real cool one. Thank mm-hmm. you, Anna. Yeah, thanks, Anna. All I right. hope it's not Anna. Maybe it is. Anna or Anna. Anna. Either way, thank you. Yes. <laughs> that's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. All right, Krista. So this one we got um, at our email from Shelby. And the uh, description of the email says, my son may be haunted. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. No, not a good sign. So Shelby says, hey, so I'm only about halfway through your backlog. So I don't know if you're still looking for listener campfire stories, but I have many. We are. We We always are. are. Always. About seven years ago, when my oldest son, Bridger, that's a cool-ass name, was just about two years old, he started to have an imaginary friend. My husband and I weren't really concerned, and neither was his pediatrician, since it's normal for kids to do that. I didn't really start to worry until my two-year-old would tell me things like, oh, Biggie says grandpa is going to call, and within seconds, my phone would ring. After an uncomfortable... Is he haunted by... Biggie Smalls? <laughs> yeah, it, it seems his name is Biggie. Biggie What's is all the. the group? <laughs> that, was, that was my Biggie impression. Very good. Thank you. I thought he was here with us for a moment. After an uncomfortable yeah, amount I of love time. when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> Anyways, Biggie, is that you? <laughs> Guys. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> After an uncomfortable amount of that happening, I sat down with my best friend to talk about Bridger and ask more about his friend. We did record the audio of this, but the phone it was on got destroyed before I backed it up. So I sat my son down on the couch and my friend and I started to ask him questions, trying to be casual. We started with things like, oh, Bridger, what's your friend's name? Biggie. Is Biggie tall like me and daddy or is he short like you? He's tall. It slowly became a very cliche scene from a horror movie where the small child is sitting on the couch with dead eyes and saying things like, and I quote, he's cold. He lives underground. He then. Oh my God. I got chills when you said that. And then eventually my two year old stared at me in the eyes and said, he's dead. (gasps) So needless to say, I was freaked out. Throw up. My first reaction was to not feed it energy and hope it went away. It did not. After many other spooky things, I would be happy to provide if you guys want. We ended up we learning want. Yes, that we want. Yes. We, want. we want. We ended up learning that Biggie is just kind of a dick who doesn't like to be ignored and likes to hide your stuff. But if you talk to him and acknowledge that he took it, you will find whatever it was you were looking for on the floor pretty much directly in front of you within a few minutes. What? We pretty much just treat Biggie like an annoying relative who comes by so they aren't forgotten and then goes away again for a while. Keep up the awesome podcasts. Oh my, oh God. my gosh. That one was so good. <laughs> That's so good. And yes, we want more. Please keep us updated, honestly. She actually sent another one about it, but I thought we would just do the first one for now. Okay, yeah. So but that we'll was do follow good. up on the next Campfire That's Tale. That's yeah. Thank you, so Shelby. Spooky. Love that. Oh, that love was that, good. Love that. Thank you so much. <clears throat> All right. So I have last one. Um, and this is um, a recording. Woo. I love the recordings. 
um, that I took of my boss telling this story. <laughs> and it's a little bit embarrassing because I'm at work while this I'm doing it. So you can hear me in the background go, oh, hey, do you need something? <laughs> so like, sorry. It's a little um, uh, annoying. And Wait, how did, how did your how did you find out that your boss had a spooky story? Because I told her about my podcast and I told her about the campfire tales thing. And then she was like, Oh, I have a scary story. Ooh. Is it scary? Like, um, it's true. It's more true crimey. Oh, than ghosty. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. We got a good balance today. I can't get over that kid's name is Bridger. That's the coolest name. That is a cute name. <laughs> I love it. All right, so here is Kelly's. Another is Kelly? Name. Yeah, another Kelly. A third Kelly. A third Kelly. Dang. Campfire tale. Hi, everyone. I'm at work right now, um, and I have the most wonderful boss named Kelly. Brown noser. And <laughs> she started telling me a spooky story, and I was like, hold up one second um can i record this because <laughs> i'm a creep and so she's gonna tell me her story um also real quick sorry if it's like a little bit loud or we like stop to talk to someone because we are at uh work so <laughs> um so okay kelly take it away all right so when i was super young i mean this was years ago might have even been like 10 years ago um, our next door neighbor, she was, she had some sort of like medical issue and she was on a lot of different medications. Um, and so it was <clears throat> helping and everything, but then a doctor told her, um, that they had this like cure-all miracle drug, but she had to stop all of the medications that she was on. Um, so she stopped all the medication and it made her pretty depressed. Um, and also she was kind of like hearing things and stuff. We don't really exactly know, um, what all was going on. Um, but one day, um, I was actually on vacation, but my parents were home and one day their next door neighbor, um, the lady's husband ran into my parents' house and like fell onto the floor. Like for some reason the house was open. Um, like the door's usually not unlocked, but he, um, ran into the house, fell on the floor and was just crying, um, and yelling. And he said, my, my wife, my wife, she shot herself. Um, and so my mom was downstairs and so she was like freaking out. Um, so she was trying to like calm him, but he was almost being so overboard that it was weird. Like my mom was kind of having weird thoughts. Like, uh, why didn't he call 911? Yeah. Like he just came right to our house that, and they weren't even that close. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they weren't even that close or anything. Like, they didn't hang out, like, outside of 
just be neighbors. Mm-hmm. And so um, she was kind of weirded out because it just seemed a little too, like, rehearsed almost. Right. Um, but anyways, then my dad came downstairs and the guy was like, okay, Mark, that's my dad. He's like, Mark, come on. Like, you have to come with me. You, ha- you have to come with me to the house and, like, see what's going on. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, no, you guys are not leaving together. Yeah. Like, no, you guys are yeah. staying here. Like, We're calling the... Yeah. So they called the police. Um, and so all the police were there, and, like, they roped off both uh, our house and the neighbor's house. Um, and so they were doing, like, an investigation and everything, and it turns out, so he is a cop of some sort, um, and so when he was gone, I guess, like, at the store or something, um, his wife, like, went into their safe and got a big old shotgun out. It was a shotgun. It was a shotgun. Yeah. And laid in their bed. And shot herself. Did it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so he came home and was, like, I guess at home for a little while and didn't even know until he went upstairs and saw everything. Um, but we all thought it was, like, weird. The first yeah. thing he did was go to run your to... Or your mom's house. Yeah. Which was so weird because they didn't even really know each other. Yeah. So, um, like, when you're in shock, you, like, just do things that, like, don't make any sense. Right. So, um, but, yeah, so then they did, like, a huge investigation on everything, and it just turned out that she, without being on the medication, like, being off of all of the medication, uh-huh. she basically just kind of freaked out. Freaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... But what's really weird, so, I mean, that happened, like, ten years ago, and we probably have had, like, five different neighbors. So people keep moving in and out of that house. and that's the only, like, all of the neighbors around us, Uh like, have stayed. Like, Uh we've known these neighbors since I was in second grade, like, all around us. Yeah. No one really moves. Um, Except for that house. Of course, the house right next to us, like, cannot keep a family in there. Um, that's spooky. Yeah. So, like, right now, there's these people that, like, have the house, but they're not even really living in it. They're just, like, selling things out of it. It's, I don't know. It's really weird. What? But, um, yeah. And then when, um, all of it first kind of happened, like, my mom and dad would walk around the block a lot, um, and the guy moved out like, or the lady's husband, he moved out of the house, but my parents would, like, walk around the block walking my dog, um, and my dad would, like, always try to freak her out, like, saying, like, oh my gosh, the light's on up there, but no one's home, (laughs) but, like, and of course, so my mom was like, oh my god, but she still (laughs) says to this day, she gets weird dreams about the lady next door. Wow. Yeah weirdness that's a good story all right so that's it thanks kelly that was a great story (laughs) yeah so the lady did kill herself yeah she did kill herself but the guy was acting weird yeah i think that i guess he was just like in shock 
doing weird stuff. Oh my god, like running to your neighbor's house and throwing yourself on uh-huh. the living room floor? Uh-huh. That's so dramatic. I know. Very strange. He must have like really just been, just didn't know what to do, I guess. I don't know. I, I know what I would do. The fact that a family hasn't been able to like stay in that house and people keep moving out is like pretty You should spooky. tell her to like try and make friends with yeah. the next people that move in uh-huh. so she can get like the inside yeah. scoop. Yeah, take them um, a pie. Yeah, take them a pie. Um, that's kind of like a house that's next to my mom's house, that big brown house. Oh, with the Trump sticker on the car? No. Oh, the different and it's one? Ted Cruz. The, like, <laughs> that like haunted looking one with like the fence. Oh, right with next like door. the robber no, and not fence? right next door. The one that's right next door to that one. Mm, that one does look spooky too, though. Yeah. Um, it's just like plain big brown house. And a family cannot stay in there. Cannot stay in there. In this economy, I understand. You yeah. know what this means? We got to buy it. Yeah. Haunted. Yeah. I'm trying to get haunted. We're going to buy a haunted house one day. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully a haunted mansion. We can each have our own wing. Yeah. Let's Spooky. paint it pink. <laughs> yeah. Barbie dream house. Like the house in Coraline. Barbie nightmare house. Yeah. Ooh. I'm into it. Spooky. All right. So that's all we got today. So uh, now it's time. Did you want to tell your story? Oh, Luciana? yeah. I forgot, Luce. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Luciano I forgot about has... you, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a boy, after all. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi, Luciano. So I have a story that my dad told me when I was a kid about something that happened to him that was super, super creepy. Uh, my dad grew up in very rural Mexico where there was no electricity and whenever he wanted to do something fun, he'd have to go into the nearest town, which was a couple of miles away. And, uh, my dad lived in near the, near the top of the, the mountains. And then it was a mountainous area and he lived in the mountains in, on, on a ranch and he had a few friends that lived near him and, once a week on the weekends, they would all walk down to the local movie theater, which to them local was like three miles, four miles. And uh, they would walk down, they would walk down to like this town square, and then they could hop on a bus that would take them downtown. And uh, one night, they all got together, and they walked down normal, they went, they got on the bus, they went to go see a movie, it was a late showing, he says like it was around 9 or 10, and when they got out, it was about midnight, so they started walking. Unfortunately, the bus stops pretty pretty early over there, and they just had to you know walk uh, walk back to the ranch. Um, but they decided, you know, we'll go go up this other other route. And as they're walking, this man in a car pulls up next to them, and he never says, "Never good, never good." Hold on to your horses. Okay. So this man pulls up to them and he says, listen, don't go this way. Go around the town square and go up the mountain through this other route. You have to say it in Spanish. (laughs) Say what? What he's telling them. I don't know what he said in Spanish. He's probably said something like, no van para allá. Necesito ir por, uh, por este lado. Which, which means, you know, 
don't go this way, go through the other way. And they're like, why? It's going to take us longer and we're tired and it's ¿Por qué, cold. Señor? Yeah. <laughs> ¿Por, ¿Por qué, señor? ¿Por qué? I imagine my dad sounded like when he was young. <laughs> but anyway, they were like, what the hell are you talking about? It's going to take us even longer to get home and it's already late. And the man's just like, you got to trust me. Don't go this way. And they're like, fine, whatever. And so they walk up and it takes them all the way around the mountain and it goes through the back end of the ranch. He says they have to hop a fence. It's like a whole ordeal. And they're like, they don't know why they believe this old man or whatever. And so they go to their homes and they fall asleep. Uh, my dad wakes up the next morning and the entire ranch, uh, air, the whole town, like little village, it's like everybody's up, everybody's talking. So he goes outside and he meets up with his mom and he's asking like, what the hell's going on? And apparently there was an accident on this little bridge that connects the uh, village to the main dirt road that takes them out of it. It had collapsed. And my dad and the kids ran to the, to the bridge, to the area, and he swears that when he looked inside that ditch, the, um, the exact same car that pulled up next to them was the one that, was, that had fallen in, into the ditch. That had, that had like no collapsed shit. yeah he swears that it was the same make model and color <gasps> and that he was a ghost that warned them wow that's an amazing story that's cool yeah, yeah. so my dad's got a bunch of them he's very superstitious and he loves give him our yeah. email yeah yeah he should I'll hit him up for more stories. But yeah, that one yeah. used to creep me out a lot. That one is very yeah. spooky. Wow. Yeah. All right. That well, reminds me of like right. the Mothman. <laughs> That's uh And the man driving that car was the Mothman. The Mothman. It was it, it was actually John Mothman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Almost. Mothman. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you for letting me tell my story or my dad's story. Thank you for telling it. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, Luciano. That's why you're my number one dude. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> At least I'm number one now. <laughs> well, you and Slimy are tied. But, I mean, you're both number one. Okay, so are you guys ready to play? Sounds fake, but okay. It's time to play. So I tried to make them extra spooky this week since it's Halloween. I am so ready. <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving, Lindsay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't always get them mixed up. <laughs> All right. So the first story is Weird Rain. On March 3rd, 1876, one Mrs. Crouch was working in her yard. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> In Bath County, Kentucky, making soap, when suddenly meat, which looked like beef, began to fall all around her. The sky was perfectly clear at the time, falling like large snowflakes and settling all around the 5,000 square foot yard, pieces of flesh ranging in size from two inches to two inches square to four dotted the ground and were even stuck on the fences. 
When it first appeared, the meat was said to be fresh, and accordingly, to two unidentified but brave men who sampled it, they claimed it tasted a bit gamey, like mutton or even venison. Ew. <laughs> What's mutton? Uh, sheep meat? Sheep? Is that right? <laughs> Ask Luciano like he would know. <laughs> I, I just always look to Luciano to fact check <laughs> when we do this podcast. <laughs> I think it's sheep. That makes sense. You wait for the 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 nod. Mm-hmm. The. I feel. I mean, I should know. I've seen Seinfeld enough. There's that Seinfeld episode where they can't eat the mutton, and they explain what it is, but I just can't remember what animal. That's okay. I think it's sheep. I feel like I've heard this story before, so I want to say it's true. I'm gonna say fake. All right, number two is the creepy creature. (laughs) Groglin Grange was a house owned by the Fisher family in Cumbria, England for centuries. It was used as a summer home by two brothers and their sister. One summer, when staying in the house, Amelia saw from her window two bright lights in the distant graveyard that seemed to be peering at her. They began gliding towards the house over the graves and lawn, of the property suddenly a face appeared at the window which she described as brown with fiery eyes he attacked the woman whose screams brought her brought her brothers running the mysterious man escaped through the window a year later the very same creature came to visit but this time they were prepared they shot him in the leg but he still escaped The next day, the brothers went to the graveyard to find evidence and discovered a tomb full of coffins that had been broken into with their macabre contents scattered across the floor, but one coffin remained intact. They opened the lid, and there lay the man that had attacked their sister. Dead? Yeah, dead. And what was the house (laughs) of what? The house is called... (laughs) <laughs> Croglin Grange. I was gonna say fake until you said it was in England, so now I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's in Cumbria, England. I'm gonna say fake. I'll say real. You know, I'm just so bad at this anyways, it doesn't even <laughs> really matter. <laughs> Alright, number three, Harry Hands Horror. Woo! In the nineteen twenties. <laughs> In the 1920s, a spate of accidents plagued a lonely road crossing Dartmoor and Devon, which I think is also in England, but I'm not sure. I should have looked it up. Sorry. It sounds like England. All of the accidents were fatal and seemingly unexplained as there was nothing particularly strange about that part of the road. One evening, another accident occurred, but this time the driver survived. When he regained consciousness in the hospital, he was visibly shaken. He explained to the police what happened. As he approached the accident-prone part of the road, he felt a pair of rough, hairy hands grab the steering wheel, wrenching it from his control. Further accidents happened, and yet another survivor described the very same thing. Sometime, a leader self Sometime later, a self-proclaimed psychic was driving on the road, and as she passed the area, she saw a pair of disembodied hairy hands crawling up her car window. Ooh, that's creepy. Fake. Real. All right, let's go through them, why don't we? Weird rain. Meaty, Real. meaty mutton rain. Fake. 
that one's for real skis. That happened, and it was a ton of meat. Why did that happen, though? Nobody knows. Actually, there's, like, a scientific explanation that's possible, but, I mean, they can't prove it because it was so long ago. I was reading this article about it, and it might not have been meat. It might have been, like, these weird uh, clusters of bacteria that... Ew. And they ate it? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, like... It's, like, edible. I mean, it was, like, meaty. Like, it's probably what vegetarian stuff is made out of a lot of time. Yeah, that oh, sounds like about that right. like, that kind of, like... Yeah, like, like a fungus. Like chunky fungus. Uh-huh. Chunky fungus. That's what I should have called this. It's a good <laughs> band, band name. name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Weird Rain was true. What about the creepy creature in Cumbria of Croglin Grange? Fake. Real. That one is supposedly true. What? So it's real? Yeah. Wow. Creepy. What about the hairy hands horror? Fake. Real. That one is also supposedly true. What the fuck? They're all true. Dang. You did a dang doozy on us. You always do the dang doozies. <laughs> well, the stories are scarier when they're supposed to be true. Yeah, that's so true. So I did scary true ones. That's true. All right. Ew. Well, that, that was, was fun. Fake, that was a good okay. one. Very good, Kelly. They all sounded fake, but they were they all did. okay. <laughs> all right. I had a good time. Me yeah. too. I had a great time. You know, yeah, I had a good time. We got some good stories. Thanks for sending them in. If you have any more, you can shoot those on over to bravegirlspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are bravegirlspodcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, which our Twitter is getting better. It was a little boring before, but we're working on it. That's (laughs) bravegirlspod. If you're listening on iTunes, why not uh, just give us a little subscribe and maybe review us? Give us a rating, a five-star rating, please. <laughs> Only five stars. I mean, you can be honest, but we have you can also be nice. We have quite a few ratings, all yeah. of them five stars, except for one calling yeah. you out. <laughs> Someone gave us a one star. Yeah, that's okay. It was bound to happen. And it took the teeny tiny tip of our fifth star off. Yeah, our star line has been circumcised. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. I I truly believe that it's not because our podcast sucks. It's probably just a hater who's jealous <laughs> of our success. Hate, okay, haters okay. gonna freaking hate. <laughs> it was probably Luciano. You He's know, like, I know these girls. They suck. One star. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, we are also on Patreon.com slash Brave Girls Podcast if you want to contribute uh, fiscally. Dollars, dollars, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Please, that's all it takes. It's just one dollar. Yeah, it helps only one dollar a month. You can, you can help this podcast stay afloat. (laughs) Please, (laughs) yeah, please. All right, I guess that's it. Anything else? Are we forgetting anything? Mm, No, we remembered. We remembered. uh, Sounds fake, but okay this week. So uh, that's it as far as I'm concerned. I told Luciano to not let us forget again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Yeah. Signing off. Signing off. (laughs) Later days. All right. Bye. 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 B